You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 291, Scott. That's right, John. And we had to go back to iTunes to find out when is the last episode we did. Because <laughs> we have no freaking clue. No freaking clue. We know it was sometime before Christmas. And the actual release date, John, bear with me. Okay, it didn't put it in order again. I, I, I have no idea how to work iTunes. I haven't been on iTunes in a, two months and... I, oh, here we go. Uh, it was two hours, 55 minutes long, and we released it on December 19th, John. Episode 290, the holiday special. I think God and Bob showed up for that, didn't they? Yeah. And Alfie the Yeah. Elf. So check that out if you get a chance. Of course, Christmas is over. That's right. Middle of a polar vortex now. The second one, John. The second polar the vortex. Second, that's right. And, and uh, Rush Limbaugh said it was... Uh, the, the liberals dreamed this up. We dreamed up the polar, the, yeah. the phrasing polar vortex? Yeah. We didn't thing. dream up the actual cold air front that comes through. <laughs> yeah, probably that too. The term polar vortex. There's no global warming. Wow, we're kind of distorted, aren't we? I don't know, are we? That's all right. I don't care. I don't care either. God damn it. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. So at this rate, John, we'll get to episode 300 yeah. in the year 2016. That's exciting. That's something exciting to look forward to, isn't it? Why are you doing this to me? You know what? <laughs> doing Why? what, man? You know what? What are you talking you about? Know. You're a little passive-aggressive Passive-aggressive? That was yeah. very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> what is that all about? Are you mad at me? That's what I asked you when you came in. I'm not you mad. You walk in, you're like, I'm not mad. Hey, Why would I be mad? What's up? <sighs> if I'm mad, John, it's I'm not so at you. tired. <laughs> Who are you mad at? Come on. This is we're friends here. Well, here's what I'm mad about. We're all the only time I see you is when we do a podcast. We never yeah, fucking hang out anymore. I tried to invite I, myself over to your house, <laughs> but you're like, "Yeah, I'm taking a nap, dude." Uh, well, that was uh, <laughs> what day was that? It was the game. I wanted that to come day. over and watch a playoff game. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry, yeah. I found some people to watch it with. <laughs> <laughs> what day was that? It was a sun last Sunday, wasn't it? Last Sunday. And then before then, I tried to invite myself over, but you didn't get the hint. I did. I went to sleep, and I said to my wife, I go, I feel bad, you know. I kind of blew Scott off, and I'll invite him over. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to sit here and watch a movie with us, you know. What'd you watch? Um, was it the night we watched Two Guns? Two no. Guns? I haven't seen that one. My um, wife saw that one. I haven't seen it. How about that? Two guns. What else? Is that with Marky Mark, right? Yeah. We saw something else. What the fuck was it the other day? What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, well, we'll get to movies later. Yeah. Too. All right. So uh, I also noticed you cleaned up the basement. Um, what do you mean I cleaned it up? Well, there's no more drums in here and there's no... Um, electronic... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that was because of the Christmas. We always have... Uh, a lot of people here. We had like 22 guests at our house for the holidays. 22, yeah. 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 That's out of sight, John. So, 22 guests. Yeah, it was insane. 
So uh, we do need to uh, uh, hook up outside the podcast, yeah. John. Especially when we do yeah. don't do a podcast in five weeks, you know, oh. because I miss you, John. Oh. <laughs> I miss you too, man. <laughs> but I've been doing a lot of gigging and practicing, and uh, yeah, we got gigs to talk about, Christmas work. to talk about, movies to talk about. Now that the holidays are over, uh, I'm done with the audit at work. Um, um, and I don't have another gig till the 15th of next month. Uh, and the kids are just about done with their sports. The sports? They yeah. got nothing coming up in the next, uh, well, season? my son's talking about doing track and field. They want him to go out for shot put. Nice. But he's thinking about, he's like, I don't know, I'd rather play baseball. We're trying to get him into baseball. Um... And because uh, he's he's like lost a lot of weight, he's in pretty good shape. He's uh, been wrestling. He hasn't really wrestled that much, but he's uh, worked out a lot with the varsity and stuff like that. So he's um, <clears throat> he's getting. T- he looks like he's almost taller than me too. Uh oh, yeah, he's getting big. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and the daughter, uh, she's been on the varsity. <laughs> <laughs> a gymnastics team and she's she's been trying to get like her cartwheel or whatever it is on uh on the beam she's she did all this stuff last year cartwheel round off backflip off the beam all this crap she did the flip-flop and everything on the floor routine for some reason she landed on her head over the summer and she's not quite there it's with confident. her, yeah, exactly. So she's done a couple of these moves on the beam, and all the other girls are like they try to save themselves, but when they know they're going over, they just they just jump to their feet like a cat, right onto right. the mat. Not my daughter; she goes full uh, matrix bullet time. Leaning way back <laughs> until she falls <laughs> on her neck <laughs> twice. We got her on video twice, falling on her neck. Ow. And she was fine. She's like, it does the salute to the judges and goes to jump right back up. And the coach is like, wait, wait, wait a minute. You might have a concussion. Are you okay? Are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm going back up there. Uh, you got to see the video, man. It's so goddamn funny. I mean, I felt bad because at the time, but when she saw it, she started cracking. It's, dude, she does bullet time. Like, she's, she looks like she's doing the limbo. She goes that far back and defies gravity for a few seconds and then poof <laughs> to the ground. Nice. So uh, I felt bad, you know, because there's like all the, and you hear all the the parents, oh, and, uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to go to those things, but man, sitting on those fucking bleachers, man. Yeah, that's brutal. Going to our old school. I uh, had the same experience, not uh, on the balance beam, but in gymnastics, John. (laughs) I've told this story before. uh, (laughs) You were in gymnastics? Yeah, the, you know the pommel horse, right? Yeah. So when, when you do the vault, <laughs> yeah. they keep it uh, elongated. Uh, for the for the women, they turn it sideways, uh, but for the men, it's uh, long. You know. Well, that was back in the day. Back in the day, before they had the vault, 
the the big flat vault for vaulting. Yeah, so they used to use a horse. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so horse. I'm, I'm doing my front fingered spring hand flip or whatever. <laughs> so uh, You were gymnastics, man? I told this story on the podcast, oh. dude. Uh, two things happened to me. <laughs> I was doing giants, yeah. and I lost my <laughs> you can do grip. Oh, of course you could do giants. <laughs> and I slammed into the wall in C-Wing, and they went and put uh, tape up, athletic tape. They made an X. Oh, no, really? So that's why the Xs were on the that gym wall in the C-Wing. They should have uh, done like your like a body outline, <laughs> you know? That shook my confidence a little bit. But then on the vault, and I was very fast, a very fast sprinter. So I'm hauling ass because you got to pick up a lot of speed. And I jump up, and I got a good vertical, too. Yeah. So I jump up to plant my feet on the springboard, John. Yeah, right. On the springboard to hit, before I hit the vault. And the only thing that hit the springboard were my heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I went oh flying, and I God. wrapped myself around. groin first. Oh, around the horse. Around the horse. Oh, my God. And they had to peel me off that thing, and I was never the same after that. Not only in gymnastics, John, in anything, I was just never the same. I lost my courage, my confidence. Courage. Um, uh, especially yes. when you fell sliding spread eagle naked in the <laughs> locker room. Yes, that's another story. That's a swimming story, John. <laughs> but um, getting back to gymnastics, I think I quit like two days later. Yeah. I think I tried <laughs> to do the vault again, and they just... <laughs> They just had me do a, what's called a straddle it's like vault. a leapfrog, yeah. A straddle, you know, where you just kind of. Yeah, it's like a leapfrog. Yeah, a leapfrog. And I sprained my thumb. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> fuck this. I'm out. I'll go play soccer oh my God, or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, if you got a Main West yearbook from 78, you'll see me in my gymnastics uniform, John. How about nice. that? Hey, I got one. What I could do is snap a photo and post it on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you won't even recognize me. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, freshman year I did football, soccer, cross country, gymnastics, swimming, anything else? That was it. Wow. I did it all, man. No doubt. A couple of them I did just for the chicks, you know. Jim? Yeah, right, right. Like cross country. Yeah. Yeah, I'll join cross. Is she joined cross? Yeah, I'll join yeah. cross country. <laughs> sure, why not? I can run a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. That's hilarious. I was doing job. <laughs> I don't remember this story. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't even, you know, one of our um, the old bandmates, his son is like a nationally ranked gymnast, and he posts these photos, or not photos, videos on Facebook. I can't even watch those. I don't want to watch them. Yeah. It just brings back it's like post-traumatic stress yeah. syndrome, John. I can't even watch videos of other people doing gymnastics well. <laughs> I was so shaken up. <laughs> they used to have like open, I don't know what it was, after wrestling practice or something, we'd like go up there and you can goof around. The girls would be on the other side doing their their workout. And the guy's side had the rings and the high bar and all that stuff, so oh, you yeah. can goof yeah. around. Mm -hmm. 
and they'd have uh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. Is it something uh, in the I, electronics? No. Oi. <laughs> what are you, Tauntaun or something over there? <laughs> um, I told this story too. I think you, you could jump on the on the springboard into a big mat and all this stuff. And there was this guy named Tom DeBrew. Tom DeBrew. Yeah, you remember him? No. He'd carry around a big mag flashlight to swing at people. I've never heard that dude's name before. Really? Yeah, Tom DeBrew. Would would Mr. Shmuel know him? Yeah. Tom DeBrew. Probably. (laughs) So he was swinging on the rings, and he was upside down. You know, like how you, you hold yourself with your feet straight up in the air, like a like a, a an upside down bullet. Yeah, yeah. And he let go. <laughs> Why did he do that? I, on his red right on his head? Uh, yeah, and they had to call the ambulance and everything. They thought he was dead. He broke his neck. Oh, and uh, he just he just sprained it. So he recovered. Yeah, he was fine. No big deal. No. But he just let go, like, yeah, ah, he almost killed himself. Yeah, yeah, I've had many things where I almost killed myself. He was kind of a weird kid. People would pick on him, and he'd swing this flashlight around, and he he was one of those guys who would carry a bunch of keys and and, uh, (laughs) wear, like, a police cap and stuff like that. He was a nice kid. It just... All right, I'm tired of hearing about... Tom DeBrew, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, let's talk more about you hitting the X on the wall. No, I didn't hit the X. They oh. put the X after oh, I hit the wall. So you make sure you can hit it perfect every time. Well, no, they kept records. And I, at the time, that was the highest X on the wall is what I hit. Aha. You see. Um, all right, Christmas, John. How was your festive holiday, Christmas and New Year? Oh, it was... Uh it was, you know, uh, let's see. Christmas was uh, was nice. Um, we had like twenty two people over. Yes, you mentioned that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and the weird. kids come down here in the basement. You just shove all the kids down here. Well, if they want to, yeah, they come down here and and get online and play video games. They're they're big into. Um, the whole Xbox thing because all their friends have them so they can talk to them like it's a big party line, you know? So they talk about, what'd you get? Would you, I don't know. What'd you get? What'd you get? It was pretty funny. Christmas day, we, um, the kids open up all their gifts and back, we, we looked at a video of, of one they, um, you know, of when they were like, my son was like four and my daughter was, six and the shit was piled up into the living room i mean they had so much stuff like little tykes uh, swing set and all this crap i mean just like shit that my wife and i spent all night putting together you know uh air hockey uh i think that year they wanted like uh hockey goals and hockey sticks and all that so I'm out in the garage putting these hockey nets together, you know, and um, and then all the stuff that they got under the tree. I mean, it, it came out a good 10 feet from the tree because it was so much shit. And uh, 
this year it was like they got a stocking each and then a little stack of gifts underneath the tree. And they were kind of disappointed and talking about how, man, I remember we had so much stuff that we couldn't, we were opening for hours. And now shit's more expensive. The smaller the stuff, it's more expensive, right? Right. An iPhone or a video smaller game is like pile, 80 bucks. More expensive. Yeah. And I said, well, that's the way it goes. But, uh, you know, it's it's it was a little, um, it's kind of a bummer in a way because, uh, uh, you know, they're asking for money and, and gift cards now. And uh, so they're not like... You know, they, they ask for a couple of things, but they're older. My daughter's going to be 18. My son's going to be 15 next month. And uh, it's it's a little, uh, you know, it's bittersweet, I guess. Uh, it was kind of a bummer not seeing them all little and really digging in and getting into it. So it was a nice kind of tepid Christmas. But, of course, back in the day, it would hurt. My wife's parents would be here. And... Um, you know, the kids would go and play with their stuff in their room, and we'd uh, we'd clean the house and get it ready, and her mom would help with the cooking and all this stuff. And this year, um, we made the kids help because <laughs> they're like, hey, can we go play video? No. <laughs> you, gotta, you got work to do, man. Break out the vacuum cleaner. What? Yeah. You're older now. You got responsibilities. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, you mentioned in your story it's bittersweet how, you know, they're growing up. And yeah, all I can think about is become a fucking adult already. I'm yeah. tired of the kids' <laughs> stage. Let's get over this. <laughs> because uh, last weekend, we my son, he's turning 10 in February, but we had the last kid party we're ever going to fucking have, and it was for my son's 10th birthday. So he decided he wanted to have just a couple of friends over at our house, and have, like, this dragon-themed party, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> these kids come over. I'm thinking, this will be a fucking breeze, man. <laughs> there's four kids invited. One kid ended up in the ER. He couldn't come. So, there's only three kids and my son. Four kids. Four ten-year-olds, John. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be a piece of fucking cake. And it was the worst nightmare of my life. <laughs> I thought about you during this party, John. You know why? Because I was like, why Xanax? isn't John here to give me a fucking Xanax? <laughs> I'm going out of my mind with these kids. They're so loud. It was unbelievable. My son's very quiet. He's very quiet. My Stop! daughter's loud. But you get four 10-year-olds together, and it's they. it's like they compete for... Airtime. It's yeah. they compete to talk. Yeah. And if somebody talks and somebody has a better idea, I'm gonna talk louder than you because yeah. my idea is better. And then the other kid decides he has a better idea. Oh, they're Republicans. Oh <laughs> my god, it's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, they're ten year olds, these Republicans. <laughs> it was going out of my mind. So then it's only ninety fucking minutes. Yeah. Ninety minutes. <laughs> and after thirty minutes, I'm like Please, somebody, just somebody, somebody, put a shoot sword me. through my face. 
So then we wrap it up. Those are the precious moments. We, no, Scott, no, they're not. <laughs> and we and we get out all the kids by the front because you're gonna be picked up. All right, so you gotta be ready. Let's get ready to be picked up. <laughs> I can see you too. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> were you doing that the whole time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I oh, do that God. all the time. Oh, oh. God. Please oh. stop. Stop. <laughs> So I'll start praying. I everybody's promise. on time. They pick their kids up. We get the kids out. And then I got to take my son to another birthday party. So I got to drive him oh. over to Harlem and Irving. What a nightmare. <laughs> Traffic. So we get over there. We find this place called Laser Quest. I oh, walk, yeah. And I'm calm. I'm calm. You know, even in calm. driving in traffic, I'm much more calm yeah. than this party. And then I walk into Laser Quest. And it's like uh, I'm having acid flashbacks <laughs> with the noise. It's up. It's it's like ten times as loud. Oh, I though. actually recorded some noise. Oh, did you? Yeah. Hold on. So mute m- you uh, mute. <laughs> <laughs> mute my <laughs> mute my line, dude. And then I'm gonna plug it into my right. smartphone, and then I can play some. Uh, All right, you're muted. I'm muted. All right, let me find my voice recorder application <laughs> and we'll get to hear and it's probably not as bad as I thought it was at yeah. the time because it's all about perspective but I was going out of my fucking mind hold on let me how do I how do I get to the how do I get to the it's shit your goddamn phone man <laughs> how do I get to the shit that I already recorded oh here it is here we go all right ready are you ready yeah, All right, ahead. so the first the first recording I think uh, is from the party at my house. Okay, here we go. I think can't even hear that. <laughs> this is what it was like for nine. 90- for 90 minutes. T-E-T. Anus. Test anus. Spit it out. It's not too bad when I listen no, to it now. it's not that bad, not you bad psycho. No doubt. No doubt. If you were smart. Alright, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. You're... <laughs> what was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just in the mood, man. <laughs> It was that was Wait, here, recorded play some upstairs. More, play some more. <laughs> Fuck face. Oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm right, gay. On. So here's um. No, really, it was much worse than that. So we were in the basement, and it was much worse, and that was recorded upstairs. Ah. Uh. Um. But even when I was recording and I was like, oh, I can't stand this. I can't fucking stand this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I had reached uh, a a tipping point earlier yeah. 
You're at the apex now, here's of the, your anxiety. Here's the um, recording of Laser Quest, John. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. I'm very sensitive. Obviously. that bad it's just like it's hitting a, a timber that your ears can't handle anymore yeah i couldn't i just couldn't handle any of it i really <laughs> but it was the last kids party of my entire fucking yeah. life yes john i got some audio i mean even if i get remarried i got the vaz so i can't have remarried i, I can't have new kids so i can't have Listen. kids parties anymore you would actually consider getting remarried after being married no no i would i would not consider that no me either <laughs> unless it was you john oh yeah <laughs> listen to this this is what i recorded wait a minute can we get married in Illinois legally, John? Uh, you and I, if we decided to. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty sure. This is recorded at 3 a.m. a couple of nights ago. <laughs> Who is this? This is my wife. Oh, you need permission to play this, dude. That is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that recorded with your smartphone or your new Christmas pad? Your iPad? Yeah. It's not so bad, actually. It's not bad. All right, mute me so I can unplug and plug back into my laptop. You're muted. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to kill me. That's not cool. That is not cool at all. You shut up. You're just saying that to get on her good side. (laughs) Otherwise, you'd be laughing. I would never think of doing that. To my lovely wife, who, <laughs> who, I'll have you know, doesn't snore. <laughs> well, because it's so dry, my wife gets a little stuffy. And uh, she she was snoring like Cousin Dan last night. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, shut up. All right, John. So Christmas, New Year's. What would you do for New Year's? Uh, New Year's, we just... Uh, Nothing. We didn't. Uh, we didn't do anything because it was snowing. We didn't want to go out. Nobody wanted to leave. Yeah. 
I was so asleep by home. 10. Yeah, me too. I went to bed. Like, you don't mind if I go to bed, do you? No, go ahead. I mean, I, I worked all day. All day, New yeah. Year's Day. New Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we celebrate New Year's uh, New Year's Day. You know what happens? Six in the morning. In the pharmaceutical industry, John? <laughs> what? They shut down for like 10, 12 days. Yeah. Yeah, they just shut down. We're not working. We're the pharmaceutical industry. We make so much outrageous fucking profit, we're going to just shut our doors. Yeah, shut it down. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you were off. Yeah. Yeah, I worked. And then after, and I, I worked that day, uh, New Year's Eve, because they wanted all the last bits of sales and everything they could get out for the year. And then I had to get ready to count stock, count the inventory, <laughs> which we did on the, whatever, second and third, and then come back to a two-week audit. Uh, it was great. So it's been uh, it's been very busy lately. Very busy, yes, yeah. yes. My work is very busy as well, John. Very, very busy. But get this. Pharmaceutical industry, you know, this cold weather we've been having with the polar yeah. vortex. Monday and Tuesday, yesterday and today, yeah. offices closed. What? Please work from home. We, we're concerned about your safety. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not my company. Where, where is everybody? <laughs> Who's answering the phones? <laughs> yeah, they could give a shit. Yeah. You need to get into pharmaceuticals, John. They want. They asked me. I said, uh, "By the way, we're probably going to have some pickup problems this week. Why? Well, the trucks can't start because it's so cold for two days, and then they're going to get behind, and it's the end of the month. And they're like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute.' And and I was on a sales call, and uh, one guy was saying, "Yeah, there was up here in Canada, there was like sixteen hundred accidents," <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Well, why are your sales down? Well, because." Department of Transportation wants everybody off the road because they can't get any emergency vehicles to rescue anyone. So nobody's going to any of the stores to buy our stuff. And, uh, well, that's no excuse. (laughs) We should have called TP. He works at uh, one of those retailers. He could have given us an inside scoop on that. Should we call? What time is it? Dudes. Yeah, why not? It's only 9.15. What is he doing? He's supposed to be in this weekend. And I'm hooking up with the TP there, John. Hey, so Saturday Saturday night, if you're not doing anything there, John. Where are you going? I don't know. I got a business meeting. We usually do it at the Lincoln Whiskey, but uh, I'm thinking of having him come to Five Roses. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Right. Hello. Hello. Yo, TP, what's up, my man? Hey man. Hey man. I'm just getting out of. I'm just getting out of work. All right. <laughs> so you gonna fucking minus? Are you gonna call us back? Two, <laughs> fucking minus two degrees. I'm fucking That's freezing. That's nothing. You want to talk? It's minus eleven your, here, your, dude. Hey, are you gonna call what? us back when you get home? Come on, man. Call us back when you get home, because I got to talk to you about this weekend. You're coming into town, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. So when you get home. <laughs> Call this number back. Do you know the number? Do I got know? it on my caller ID. There yes, you go, my man. Thank so you when you get much. home, give us a call back. All right. Bye. Hey, hold on. One more question. Are you recording the State of Union uh, tonight with Obama? 
Homo Obama? It's minus two degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to watch Obama when it's minus two degrees. I'm freezing in my fucking car. Record it. Record Obama. Well, turn Home your Obama. heat on. All right, call us when you get home, dude. All right. All right. All right. And I'll send you a cool Bye. picture of Smuck. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so TP's going to call us. It's fucking two degrees. When he gets oh, home. God damn it. What were we going to talk to him about? Oh, he's coming in this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right oh on, Oh, my John. God. All right, so my Christmas, I really can't remember it at all. Um, my cousin came in, the one that I run with. She came in. Oh, you had a great story, too, that you she, can't tell on the air. I can tell it. And she yeah. she actually ran. Oh, did we run together over Christmas? Not me. We did me. something together. Was it a... We're drinking beer at 10 in the morning? Was that it? Or? Yeah, yeah. We ran something on the, uh, on the lakefront. Maybe that was before Christmas. Yeah. I can't even remember. So she came in. She hung out with us. And then we did the in-laws thing. And my my mother in law makes this this thing with eggs and the sausage, and uh, it's really good. It's called Strata. It's so good. Yeah. And they always go to Jaroche. Is that how you say it, John? Jaroche, the bakery. <laughs> I don't, don't get the donuts and the coffee cake. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What what else do we do? Your cousin. Now is that your side of the family? No, uh, uh, my my wife's cousin Greta. Ah, she's the one that You're I close, pretty close to her. Greta? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. like we do these, out. we do these ten mile and half and half marathons together, right. and we hang out. So she came. She's a teacher, John. She has a PhD in edu- not in education. It's in something. She's a doctor. So we talk about doctor stuff, and um, we run together. So she was in, and then after Christmas, I grabbed my son, and we drove up to the North Woods there in Eagle River, and we hung out with my mother and her husband, and my aunt and uncle, and my cousin, and his wife, and her kids, their kids, and that's always a good time. Yeah. And when I left Eagle River, when we left, the day we left, it was minus 26. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cold. So we got home before New Year's, so I was home for New Year's Eve, and like I mentioned, I was in bed by 10. Yeah. Because it was snowing. <clears throat> right. How about this winter, John? The cold, the snow, it hasn't been like this in 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's not really great. I don't like the cold. I like the snow, but I don't like the cold. Right. And after Christmas, I'm ready for spring, you know, bring it on, but we got to get, we got to slog through January and February. Yeah. Right. All right. So I'm in Eagle River, right? And we go to this place called the Eagle Water Resort because they have Kenny K, the one-man band. Right. You know, I've, I've been telling Mr. Schmuel these stories about the one-man band. And he, when I say that, he imagines like a guy that, uh, like Dick Van Dyke. Uh, what movie was that? <laughs> Mary Poppins? Is or, it Mary Poppins? I don't know. Where he's walking around with the drum and the trumpet, and he has to walk to to make percussion. Yeah, and there's a horn on the bottom of his that's, foot. That's not it at all. It's a one-man band where he shows up, and he sets up everything except a drum set. 
Yeah. So the shit we used to do, he sets up the PA, the keyboards, the guitars, the amps, the whole deal. He's got a trumpet, a saxophone, but then he plays the backing tracks and he sings. And if he wants to play keys on one song, he'll play keys. If he wants to play guitar, he plays guitar. And I actually talked to him about it that night. I said, you could fake the whole fucking thing. You can have everything pre-recorded and just fake like you're playing the guitar. Can't you, Kenny right. K? And he said, well, yeah, I can, but I don't. All right. So I asked him about his history. He's an older guy. He's silver-haired, silver fox, John. He used to play at the Whiskey A Go-Go. You know that place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, in California. Yeah, yeah. I said, so you do you know like Jim Morrison and the Doors? Did you play with those guys? Did you open for those guys? Oh, no, they were like a year after I was there. So he was there when it really wasn't happening. And he gave me the name of the band, and it was some fucked up name, like Monkey House Electrocution or something. (laughs) Right on, dude. So he's he's been playing at this place for uh, like 30, 40 years. He's been playing at the Eagle Water Resort, right? Yeah. So I'm there with the family. I got the family sitting on a couch. I'm hanging out at the bar, and I run over to the couch, and I see if they need a drink, and I come back to the bar, and I order and shit like that. So my cousin shows up. He's there with his wife and kids. We send all the kids to the video game thing, you know? Yeah. And my cousin and I are hanging out at the bar, and I got to run back to see if anybody needs anything. I come back. My cousin's talking to somebody. Like, what the fuck, dude? I see him once every six months, and he's talking to somebody at the bar. So I let him finish his conversation. He's like, dude, you know who that was? I'm like, no. That was um, Jimmy Brandmeier, Johnny B's brother. Now, for our our international audience, John, right. Jonathan Brandmeier is a legendary Chicago radio <laughs> DJ. Legendary. Legendary, John. Okay. Am I starting to slow okay? my speech? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How much of you drinking? Are you okay? How much of you drinking? I don't know. You tell me. How much of you drunk? <laughs> Drank. So uh, <clears throat> I'm like, hey, that's cool. Wow. So Johnny B's here? Yeah, Johnny B's here. He's somewhere. And then he spots him across the bar. And it's a big bar. It's like this triangular-shaped bar. He's like, hey, let's go say hi. And I'm like, no, come on, dude. He's with his family. He's, t- he's happy. He's relaxed. We can't just go over and say hi. Fuck that. So I talked my cousin out of going and saying hi. Apparently, Jimmy, his brother, went over and said, hey, there's two guys from Chicago. They know you. So Johnny, two minutes later, Johnny B comes over. He starts talking to us. He has this conversation with us. Yeah. Introduces us to his whole family. Um, At one point, he grabbed a stuffed bird and did this ventriloquist thing. Um, He's got a lot of energy. Still, Johnny B. Yeah. Um, so we're talking to him. Everything's great. And then he leaves. And my cousin's like, oh, this is so great. He's going to invite us to his house. He's going to invite us to go ice fishing. This is so great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whatever, dude. So then I, uh, before he left, I said, hey, Johnny B, if, if, uh, I can hook you up with Kenny K, the one man band, and I can get Kenny K to, to play Brandy. Because he always talked about Brandy on his show. Would you and your brothers come up and sing Brandy? Oh, dude, I would I would totally do that. But Kenny K hates us. He hates us because when we were in high school, we used to play here. 
and he doesn't like us. All right, well, I'll, I'll take care of that. So I go talk to Kenny K. I find out about his Whiskey-A-Go-Go bullshit, and yeah. then I say, dude, can Johnny B. come up and sing Brandy? Oh, yeah, I love Johnny Bramar. I, well, that's not what he thinks. He thinks you hate him. Why would I hate Jonathan Bramar? I love Jonathan Bramar. So I go tell Johnny B., hey, you're all set. When he plays Brandy, you're good to go. Just go up there. It's, it's all worked out. So then I go back, and I'm hanging with my cousin. And they, uh, Kenny K starts to play, and he plays some song from the 60s, right? And this guy comes out of the crowd. He's, I'm going to call him Snowmobile Guy. Snowmobile Guy gets up, and he starts dancing. Now, I didn't see this, but apparently Jonathan Brandmeier, he told us he had 35 of his family there, 35 people. He got tired of having them at his place, so he brought them to this Eagle Water Resort. 35 people. And they're all uh, girls. Like, all of his brothers had girls. There's no boys in this family. It's like girls from 12 to 18. I don't know, maybe 15 of them. This guy, snowmobile guy, goes up to the dance floor. He starts dancing by himself, turns around to the group of girls, and makes very inappropriate uh, gestures, very lewd gestures, like grabbing his crotch. Oh, doing the peace sign with the tongue and in between how old it. Were the peace sign like that uh, like 12 to 18 these girls so these two guys walk over very aggressively and this one tall guy starts shouting telling this guy he's a fucking asshole fucking knock this shit off and the guy's drunk you can tell he's drunk so i didn't see the lewdness but i saw the two guys approach him so the tall guy's cussing him out for like a minute and the guy's just looking at him like Whatever, dude. And then it, it, it just keeps going. He keeps yelling, you fucking asshole, get the fuck out of here. And the snowmobile guy, he's like, dude, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and there was a short guy there just standing there, didn't say a word the whole yeah. time. Short guy fucking knocks him out, levels him. One punch, boom. Just the knocks guy, him a, the a ton fuck of bricks. Out. Down. He's down. <laughs> so my cousin and I are witnessing all this. We're looking at her like, holy shit, did you see that? The guy just fucking just his bell. Boom, and he's not moving. Like, he fell awkwardly, and he wasn't moving. So 10, 15 seconds go by right when we start to walk over like, boy, that guy's not fucking moving. Maybe something more is wrong. Right when we get over there, the guy starts rattling around, moving. He gets up. He's dazed. It takes him a, like a minute to figure out where the fuck he is. And once he does, he's super pissed off. And he <laughs> wants to fucking f- punch anybody uh, in yeah. the area and fuck you, dude. And so these two guys, I'm getting between these two guys because I was ready to kick the snowmobile dude out. Yeah. And then right. this girl comes over. This girl comes over. She's crying. It's his fucking daughter. Oh, Snowmobile dude's daughter sees uh, her dad get knocked Knocked the fuck out for making lewd gestures to these other girls her fucking age. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I was going to kick the guy out, but then the daughter comes over. She's crying. she got tears in her eyes. And I'm like, all right, dude. Hey, dude. Dude, man. What do you want? Tell me what you want. I want to fuck. I'm going to fucking kick these fuckers out. No, 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 dude. Realistically, what do you want? What do you want? Just tell me what you want. I'll make it happen. Fuck you, dude. Dude, come on, man. Tell me what you want. All right, I just want to go to the bar. I just want to be fucking left alone. So I get him over to the bar. I shield him and his daughter. I get him to the bar. I turn around and say, 
fuck off, Ollie. Is just leave these two motherfuckers alone and go about yeah. your business. Somebody say bleed. <laughs> so Johnny B comes over. He's like, yeah. dude, what happened? And I'm like, hey, here's what happened. I didn't see it. This guy made lewd, very fucking lewd, from what I understand, very fucking lewd gestures to this gr- your group here. And these two guys went over. The one guy talked to him. The other guy knocked him the fuck out. So you might want to get out of here. So he starts rounding up his 35 <laughs> people entourage, why, and they're why, leaving. Why did they need to leave? I think they needed to leave because, uh, from my perspective, John, it was assault. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops would be coming. Well, we'll get to that later. So he's rounding up everybody. They're leaving. Oh, there's more. They're leaving. And so they, the very last two people leaving are the tall guy and the short guy. And the guy at the bar, the snowmobile dude, decided he is going to f- fuck these guys up. So he gets out and he charges over there. I get in between them again, John. I'm like a fucking superhero. Yeah. And uh, he starts cussing these guys. I'm going to fucking fuck you, you fucking. And the short guy, who didn't say a word the first time. Dude, I'm going to fucking knock you fucking to the ground again, you fucking. <laughs> And his, that snowmobile guy? The, <laughs> no, the snowmobile guy. Oh, uh, they, the sound dude, alike. They, they sound they alike. They sound very when they're alike. drunk. <laughs> but the, the, the tall dude and the short dude, they it appeared that they had their daughters were kind of hanging out. Yeah. They, like they were all leaving, and then this guy came over, and the daughters are hanging out to see what the fuck is going on. And this guy who's... I my assumption was a father of one of these girls is going fucking berserk. I'm gonna fucking do what I did before, dude. I'm gonna knock the fuck out of you. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, hey, dude, man, <laughs> snowmobile guy is fucking insane. He's drunk. Just fucking leave. Just yeah. go away. Leave. Leave him alone. Fuck that dude! I'm gonna knock that fucker out. <laughs> Did he shove you at all? He, yeah, both of them were shoving no, me. I'm getting man. pushed from behind. I'm getting <laughs> so the daughter. They knock your hat off or anything? The short guy's daughter. <laughs> no, I got a, like a knit cap. It's a uh, Green Bay hat on. They wouldn't dare knock my Green Bay right. hat off. Uh, his daughter starts get. I can see she's starting to freak out. Like, what the fuck, Dad? What the fuck is wrong with you? So I said, Dude, man. I sh- talked to the short guy. Dude, man. Be the better man. Dude. Dude. And like this, Dude. this calmness just came over him. It, it, like it, he was suddenly. He was in a wash. Yeah, of like I was a calm. fucking Hindu guru yeah. or something. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the stone of Zanzibar. And it, it made an impact. And he's like, hey, thanks, dude. I'm going to be right on. I'm going to be the better man. You have a great night. And he wa- they walked out. That's it. And that's it. I got the snowmobile, got back to the bar with his daughter. And she was still crying. And uh, Johnny was, B's worth like two and a half million, man. Really? Yeah. So that was the end of it, John. That was the end of it. Or so I thought. Oh. Until I got an email from my mother's <laughs> husband. <laughs> and the email was a scanned photo of an uh, something that was in the newspaper that said wanted by the Villas County Sheriff's Department. Oh, <laughs> Any information leading to, uh, or, or any information uh, that you have about an assault that happened at the Eagle Waters Resort on December 27th, um, 
please let us know. Yeah. Reward. reward. There's a reward. reward. So I've been trying to get other people to call in and ask what the reward <laughs> is. <laughs> should we call now? Yeah, should I? Should hey, we this do is that? Johnny B from uh, we WGN. Can do that. Hey, we got the. We can do that. What a fucking great idea! No, why didn't can't I? Do why that. can't we do that? Because we'll get arrested. Why would for we get Impersonating a personality? No, no, no we're just yeah. calling. We're just curious. And say we're Johnny no, 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 B. No, we're not going to say we're oh. Johnny B. We're just going to ask. Hey, what's the reward? No, man, they'll trace the call. They'll come to my house with gonna, guns. How can they trace Skype? Skype is fucking encrypted, man. No, the number goes out right. now. I, Tony, I have it. All right, when, to, <laughs> when TP calls, we'll say, hey, Tony, call the number and just ask, what's the reward? <laughs> <laughs> and get back to us. Dudes. Dudes. Yeah, so I want to know what the reward is. So, yeah. Uh, earlier conversation I had with Johnny B. I'm with my cousin. We're talking. And I, uh, Johnny B was on WGN radio, and they took him off the radio. He's on WGN yeah. Internet. And I asked him about that. Oh, he's that. not on the radio anymore? Well, no. We talked about that, and I said, you know, WGN, it's, it's traffic, weather, news, ads. You only get like eight minutes to talk. And he's like, well, that's why I couldn't fucking stand it anymore because his show is more... Uh, it's more of it's very people centric, and I think that came through when he came over and introduced himself to us. He fucking loves people. He just loves people yeah. and their stories. Uh, so we're having this conversation. He's like, "Well, I'm I'm out of the radio, but I'm on WGN Internet. But the real deal is my podcast." Now I didn't want to mention that I had a fucking podcast. Oh. I thought my cousin would mention that. No, he doesn't mention that. Here's what he does. After Johnny B leaves, he starts chewing my ass out. Yeah. Because, hey, we're not going to be able to go ice fishing with Johnny B, man. What, is, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, hey, dude, don't blame me. Blame Snowmobile, dude. Thanks a lot. And I'm like, hey, dude, you know, we were talking about podcasting. I can't mention it myself because that would be a douche fucking move. But you could have said, hey, my cousin does a podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So my plan was to call the Vi- Villas County Sheriff's Department, find out how much the reward was, and then just kind of, you know, maybe talk to Johnny B and say, hey, yo, Johnny B, just mention our podcast on your podcast once a week for a month or two months. Spell Brandmeyer. And I won't, uh, uh, it's not that I won't, it's, it's, I might have trouble recalling events. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, the language is yeah, very specific. Right. You have to be very specific. Yes. yes. This is his podcast. Yeah, so the one... How do you get it? Can you get it for free? It's I thought you had iTunes. to subscribe. It's on iTunes. So I wanted to go back and listen to his shows after this to see if he mentioned this incident at all. And then call in and say, yo, Johnny B, you remember me? I'm Pajama Boy. That's what he called me, Pajama Boy. <laughs> Because I wear my pajamas. <laughs> so he's he's making fun of his brother. Yeah. His brother's very well dressed. He says, hey, my brother's a metrosexual. And I'm like, well, dude, Johnny, uh, you're like a Northwoods metrosexual. You got the skinny jeans and the boots going on. And then you got this like uh, flannel Northwoods thing uh, yeah. on the upper body. So you're like a Northwoods metrosexual. And that's when he called me pajama boy. Who goes out in their pajamas? Like, dude, I go out in my pajamas, all right? So back the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. 
doing the news, sitting there and talking. When you look down on the floor and there's kids sitting cross-legged staring up at you. You know, I, there's nothing Buzz. I would... Buzz yeah. Kilman. I, he was I, I in Silence of the Lambs, yeah. John. I be loved. Yeah. I loved kids. And Buzz know, is so lovable. The scene that you who doesn't love Buzz? Right. The scene that I once saw. He was an ambulance driver. He got killed. Those kids was Pete Seeger, who's dead now. Pete Seeger is dead. <laughs> Age of ninety four, passed away on Monday. Wrote things like, "If I had a hammer." If I had a hammer. <laughs> Good night, Irene. <laughs> He, he wrote Goodnight Good Irene. Goodnight Irene. You right. sex machine. <laughs> I'll see you in my dreams. Wow. So I meant to uh, This is who you were hanging with, man. I meant to subscribe to his podcast so I can listen and see if he mentioned us, and then yeah. we can play that on our podcast, John. Oh, and then I can right. email him and say, hey, yo, Johnny B, it's Pajama Boy here. I have a podcast. Mention me on your podcast, you fuckface. <laughs> and I could send them the clip of Tetanus. That would be great, wouldn't right. it? Right. Right. That would be T-E-T-A-N-U-S, Tetanus. Oh, so my cousin, uh, he's like, hey, dude, next year, but I know he's going to be back. So next year, between Christmas and New Year's, we got to come here every fucking night because we're going to go ice fishing with Johnny <laughs> B. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, so I had a brush with celebrity. With job. fame, yeah. Yeah. But you didn't exploit it, you I didn't. Pussy. Yeah, so I, is that a, a, a reflecting? Is that a pussy move? Yeah. I thought it would be a douchebag move to say, you so know, he mentioned his podcast, say, hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> you already ruined ice fishing for your cousin, so. <laughs> I did. Unless we run into Johnny B next year. Or unless we can connect uh, via the interwebs. Right. Maybe I can, we can have this relationship, he can have a relationship with Pajama Boy uh, that's so tight that we'll be invited to his house next year. We won't have to stalk Eagle Waters Resort, uh, like my cousin suggested, to run into him again. Maybe that's what'll happen. Because I am very charming, John. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) I met his wife, I met his, he has three daughters, did you know that? No. I met no. all of his... Bro- I met his whole fucking family. He spent like 30 minutes introducing us to his entire family. I don't something else. I don't see uh, any dates that are from... Uh, from the holidays. It's like it starts around the 27th, and that's it. I don't know what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's why you have to... Uh, I, I probably He probably has a web page, and you can subscribe and get... Earlier versions. Yeah. Um, because it, when I looked, like, last week, I saw on iTunes, it, they only, uh, on iTunes, there's only, like, the last 10 episodes. So there's got to be somewhere where you can get the the episodes that he, he yeah. recorded right after the holidays. Right. And that was a pretty big event, and he does love talking about his family. I don't know if he'd say anything, though, yeah. because... You know, the authorities got involved. A reward. A reward, John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A reward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So I sent you the picture. I texted you the picture, but you didn't get it? I never. Well, I finally got it after 
You, you kept texting me, Johnny B, did you see Johnny B, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? You didn't get the picture? I don't know. I didn't get any picture. And then you sent me the picture. Oh, I see. And he's giving you the finger to the side of your head. It's a good yeah. picture. It's, it's a good funny. picture. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. It's good. That's his it's brother. Good. His other, that's not Jimmy. That's his older right. brother. Uh, I can't remember his name. That's the metrosexual uh, at the bottom of this this shot yeah. there. Maybe I'll have to post that on Facebook for our TTN audience, John. Right. Johnny B, Chicago radio legend. He and I rub shoulders, John. Yes. That's out of sight. It is out of sight. Really a nice guy. Yeah. Really nice guy. Very personable. That's really sweet, Scott. It is. It's very sweet. I wanted to spoon with them. <laughs> oh, so then, uh, so we go back and uh, I'm hanging out at my aunt and uncle's with my cousin and his wife and family. I found out they're anti-vax, John. How about that? Anti-vax vaccine? Yeah. Anti-vaccine. Not only that, they're into the paleo diet, which is okay. Yeah. I understand that. You want to eat, and, and it's all a a bunch of bullshit. The paleo diet asserts that we haven't evolved in 10,000 years. And it says we shouldn't be eating all this processed food because that's not what we ate 10,000 years ago when we were hunter gatherers. But if that's the case, you would eat once a day and you'd gorge yourself because that's what we did. We fucking maybe three or four days. It would take us to track down uh, something. Uh, I don't know if you know this, John, but humans are the greatest long distance runners. You know why that is? No. Because we would, uh, in the, back in the day, we would uh, track uh, a wounded animal or something or something for four or five days, and they would just get fucking exhausted, collapse, and then we'd fucking devour them. So we'd live on pretty much nothing for three or four days and then gorge ourselves. So if you want to do the paleo diet, traditionally, I think that's what you need to do. Uh, but the whole idea is based on that we haven't evolved uh, the ability to digest refined um, foods, uh, wheat, yeah. and um, not wheat. No, no, they say wheat. Oh, and yeah. All. Oh, the, yeah. the new, yeah, right. newer right. grains of wheat because it has like sixty-seven chromosomes. Or yeah, something. all that other. Yeah, whatever. Compared to, I'm fine eating Fruit Loops. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay. that's the whole idea. So that, and I get that. Fine. You want to do that? You want to eat veggies and and meat? That's great. Do that. That's great if it works for you. But then, you know what they did? They made paleo pancakes. But there is no such thing. There's, <laughs> there's no such thing as paleo pancakes. These are pancakes without wheat. They're gluten-free. Right. But they, when we were hunter-gatherers, we didn't run around grabbing gluten-free stuff and making pancakes. I mean, the whole idea is absurd okay, to me. Okay, you're nitpicking, man. I'm no nitpicking. wonder you're so... No wonder they say you're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Arrogant is the yeah. is the word they use. God, my feet are fucking freezing down here, man. My feet are fine. I have them up on yeah, a... Yeah, um, I know. I know. But mine are not. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah, so uh, anti-vax and they're, they're into the paleo, which is cool. And then they mentioned the chiropractor and then it got into a bad area. Um. <laughs> Chiropractor. <laughs> so that was my Christmas in New York. Oh, I saw some movies. Are you ready to talk about movies? Yeah. I'm not. All right. So uh, <laughs> the other thing that happened to me is I went to the dentist. 
Oh. And uh, last year he told me, hey, your gums are receding. You might want to yeah. see a periodontist. Yeah. And then this year he told me again, hey, uh, you know, you might want to get this checked out. So I went to this periodontist, and he's w- wants to do oral surgery on February 6th. Yeah. And that means he's going to take some roof, roof. He's going to take some skin from the oh. roof of my mouth and oh. then put it on my gums. Gum graft. Ugh. Yeah. It's going to be like you ate a piece of really fucking hot pizza. That's what I understand. Yeah. So uh, I'm talking to my neighbor. We're shoveling. I'm talking to my neighbor. He sells dental products. Oh. And I mentioned this to him. And he's like, dude, you don't have to do that. There's a product called Alloderm that's uh, uh, harvested from cadavers, <laughs> which sounds totally cool to me. And they would use this tissue instead of my fucking tissue. Right. And give me my gums back. Yeah, but there's a rejection rate. That right. could cost you some money, too. Well, it's going to cost me money either way. Yeah, they um, did a gum graft on my daughter, scraped the roof of her mouth, and it didn't take. It didn't take? No. She's got a tooth in the front that's almost fully exposed down to the root. Who did it? Um, DeFranco, right there. In, oh, uh, in Park Ridge? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, this well, is they my- said they said, look, it might not work. We're gonna try it. It might not work. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna tell you up front. The uh, Franco uses are- alloderm, though. That's what my neighbor told me. Yeah, well, they because she's young, you ah. know. So the they- older you get, the more uh, yeah. I see. well, you get less. There's your teeth are still growing. She just got her braces off, uh, like uh, a week ago. Nice. So she's. Um, She's all ecstatic. She's got a, a cap on one tooth because my son tripped her while she was running, and she banged her teeth on the bottom stair oh. and chipped her tooth. So it was screwing up the uh, the orthodontist. He couldn't figure out if her tooth was crooked, or so he made the asked the dentist to put a cap on it. So she's got this cap. It's just like a little bonded piece, and she's got to get that removed, and then she's got to get her teeth polished, and she wants them whitened and all this shit. Well, here's the deal Girls. for me. I don't want them cutting up the roof of my mouth, so I'm fine with the cadaver. Yeah. And, uh... Go to DeFranco, man. He's good. <laughs> but it didn't take. <laughs> No, they 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 knew it possibly wouldn't. They Possib- said we're going to try it. I'm going to get a it second opinion from the Franco there. So I call this guy up and I say I talking to his one of his uh, hygienists, and I say, yeah, I'm going to get a second opinion because I I heard about this product called Alloderm. Oh, we do that, but we don't want to do that. We want to do the other thing. So I'm asking her all these questions. Well, would it be more money? Would it be less money if I went with Alloderm? Give me the statistics on uh, rates of uh, taking, whatever that means, where it actually sticks. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that information. Well, I don't have the cost. Well, you're not helping me out here. Give me some information so I can make a decision. Um, so she find, she talked to the guy, got back to me. He says, I'll do it if you want me to do it. I prefer your own, uh, Take grafting your own. But then the question I asked, you know, all the reading I've done is you only really need this if you have sensitivity. If it goes below the root, you have sensitivity, then it becomes a problem. I don't have any of that. Oh. I don't have that. So is this an unnecessary fucking procedure? Well, technically, you'll you'll get bone loss and then you'll lose your teeth. 
It's not just that. You're, you're Without gone. the sensitivity. Yeah. So I would. I may never have sensitivity issues. Yeah. You may not. You may get pockets, and then those pockets will um, get plaque underneath them because your gums need to stay really tight to your teeth to keep from plaque and, and right. you know, disease and bacteria to get underneath the gum line. Because when it does, then it starts eating away at well, your jawbone. And that's what I have. That's not the issue I have. I have, I have no issues loss. with that. I've had bone grafts on my jaw. Ugh. I don't have that issue. Where they scrape out pieces of my bone and bad bone, and then they scrape good bone, and they mix in this Ugh. like cadaver bone and some other solution, and, uh, and then they sew it all back up. Yeah, I don't... My gum loss is caused by the doctor thinks I brush too hard, so I'm gonna. You're supposed to give me a very soft you're toothbrush. You're supposed to brush from the gum line up and gum line down from the top. Yes. So he taught me some new techniques and uh, the uh, anatomy of my mouth because my teeth kind of point backwards. Yeah. So they put this additional pressure on my gums. Yeah. Um, because they got to stretch a little more. Well, we're almost fifty, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm like, uh, well, what? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I'm thinking. Are you scared? I'm not. I, I just don't. Here's the deal. If I do this for a week, I can't talk, John. I oh, can't fucking talk. Excellent. I can't really. Your eat. wife will be so happy. I can like suck stuff through a straw. <laughs> and I can't. They don't want I me to move my face. You can suck a golf ball through a coffee I stir. I can't even smile or anything. Not to mention, I won't be able to swim. You don't smile much anyway. I won't be able to run. Nothing. I'll just have to like sit there for but a week. But you can smoke. Oh, great. Smoke. <laughs> I can smoke. So uh, I'm not into that. If I have a problem, then let's fix it. And if my teeth do fall out, fucking just put false teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> Wooden teeth. You're good. Nice. I'm good with that. I'm totally fine with that. So I have some big decisions coming up. Yeah. Soon. Big decisions about my mouth. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got the same shit going on. I got... Uh, uh, all kinds of problems with my teeth. So doesn't matter how much I floss. I have a genetic predisposition. What sucks is when you have gum disease, they they say it's linked to heart disease. Or diabetes yeah. or all this other shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, and the other thing, I painted my living room, John. How about that? Wow. I painted my living room. Uh, and I don't know why you guys never use it. Yes. Yes what? You're thinking of the front room. That is the living room. No, the living room is like That's attached the to the kitchen. That's the family room. All right, the family room. I call the living room a front room because it's in the front of the house. <laughs> it's the front room. <laughs> what do you call the room in the back? The back room? No, no it's the I living the room. Living That's room. where I live in. I live in that room. No, it's the family room. You get together with the family. Painted that white. Uh, took off the uh, curtain rods, the curtains, the whole deal. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's stunning, John. It's I just like stunning. Painting. I like to paint. I don't really enjoy it, but I paint. I do. I crank the music. Nobody's home. Well, here's I what I did. Days off. I started at 9 p.m. and I finished like 2 a.m. Yeah. And uh, I, I had Netflix has TED Talks now. So I watched a bunch of TED Talks. I love TED Talks. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TED Talks. 
<laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay. One of them, uh, actually a couple of them were very, very cool. Um, but there was one. Oh, you were talking about gaming earlier, about your sons and gaming and how they, it's like a social network and they game as well. And there was one TED Talk about the, uh, everybody's uh, uh, bad-mouthing gaming. It's a waste of kids' yeah. time and blah, blah, blah. And this guy talked for 15 or 20 minutes, and he talked about why gaming is important and why you, sh- you should encourage, not only encourage your kids to play games, but you should play with them. Yeah. I'll send you that link. Great TED Talk. Great TED Talk, John. All right. Moving on. I think we can turn to movies, John. Yeah, yeah. Movies. So what did you see? All right. What did you see? Um, well, I saw three movies. I saw The Guilt Trip, Two Guns, and Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips? You see that at the yeah. theater? No, I'm kind of enjoying watching movies at home. We got the bigger screen now. We got the surround sound. We got 3D. Uh, I don't have to deal with people. I don't have to deal with the fucking... Uh, lines or the expensive, you know, snacks and drinks. Um, cause I like to go to matinees. My wife doesn't, you know, mm. for some reason you want to see a movie. Sure. And it's six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. And then by that time you're stuck watching an eight or nine o'clock film. Right. Right. I only do matinees. Yeah. I, I can't get her to get that shit together. I want to go at like 11, 12 o'clock and see the movie when nobody else right. is there. I right can't stand John. the fucking teenagers. I was a teenager. I was obnoxious. I know how they are. You and I I'm, would be so good together, John. I'm, <laughs> I am all for, you know, how they are because that's the way I was. I mean, it was a great time in my life. And um, I don't want to spoil it because I'd be the one who, shut the fuck up. You know. Right. You know, get off your phone. What the. F- yeah, I can't take it. So I, I don't really enjoy going to movies. I get really. Uh, worked up. I get uh, anxious at theaters now because uh, I don't like anybody spoiling. My hearing's going. I want to be able to hear everything. And I hear, hear somebody behind me go, Oh, yeah. I can't take it. I, I, I just lose my fucking mind. Well, one way to, to avoid that is to go to Movie Co. Premiere. You don't have kids in the premiere. It's 21 yeah. and over, and uh, people are generally pretty well behaved. Yeah, it's okay, but you're kind of far away from the screen. Oh, I don't mind that. So if I'm going to be that far away, I could be that far away in my own fam- right. family Understood. room. So how do you watch Captain Phillips when it's not... Uh, it's out. It's out. It's out? Yeah. On DVD? It's out on... Instant? Uh, oh, no, I watch Amazon streaming. I see. Amazon streaming. Yeah, Very I have... Uh, we have well, a Prime right. account. Well, that's right. It is out, yeah. yeah. We have a Prime account, Scott, so... Yeah. I have a Prime account, yeah. too, John. They're great. All right, so uh, Two Guns, Captain Phillips. What was the other one? The Guilt Trip. Oh, The Guilt Trip. Was that with Barbara Streisand? Yeah. All right, so... All right. Talk about them in any order you would like to. All right, uh, well, The Guilt Trip Norman's I saw the end. first... Uh, with Barbara Streisand and um, uh, Seth Rogen. And it's basically about this guy who he's like a bio 
He's a graduate of UCLA. He's an organic chemist, and he invents this, like, bio-cleaning fluid that that is... Uh, cleans up dog shit? They clean, I think I've seen this movie. No, no, it cleans everything. It cleans anything, but it's really friendly. It It's way better than any cleaner on the market. But he calls it SCIO-Clean, S-C-I-O-Clean. And... He's got a shitty pitch. He spent all his money on this stuff. And he goes to all these different places to pitch it, like Kmart and all this stuff. And um, he goes to visit his mom and... and uh, Barbara Streisand? Yeah, Barbara Streisand is his mom. And he finds out that, you know, although she loved his father, she really had this crush on this other dude and told him this story, and he felt like he needed to do something for her. So he made up the story that he had to drive from wherever they were. I don't know if they were in, like, New York or something, all the way to California. So it's like a road trip movie. Um, and it's kind of funny. I mean, it's, you know, it's cute. It's 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 funny. She's kind of annoying, but I thought it was kind of funny. My and I was with my wife watching it. She thought it was kind of funny. So it, it's kind of a cute film. Um, I think it was PG-13. So, And it didn't make a whole lot of money. It didn't do great in the theaters. Uh, <laughs> Rotten Tomato, Tomato, Tomatoes gave it a 38% positive 38? rating. Yeah. Metacritic gave it 6.8 out of 10. Um and uh, it was all right. I mean, I'd give it maybe two and a half. Two and a half Spiny Normans. Yeah. Is that a recommendation or not? You know, if you're if you're watching it with your wife and you just want to see something kind of silly, it's uh, it's kind of a feel good movie. It's got some some laugh out loud moments because she's real a real pain in the ass. You know, one of those. Uh, wiping your face and your nose kind of moms. And he's like, will, will you stop touching me? Oh, Jesus. You know, he, he gets really irritated with her to the point that he snaps, like in the sne- scene with uh, in planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you tell the story, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. You know, where Steve Martin just goes off on uh, John on John Candy. Candy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there's a moment, so it has all those kind of parts in it that makes it. It doesn't quite get there, but it's it's funny enough. I okay, guess. so two and a half. Spiny, moving on, John. Two yeah. guns with Marky Mark and who? Yeah, who Marky it? Mark and uh, and Denzel. Denzel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie's about uh, the two of them are the two of them. Two of them. Uh, they're partnered up to um, uh, to meet with some drug lord that they're trying to take down. Uh, well, actually, the way it comes off is they're going to do business with this dude. But it turns out that I think one is hired. I can't tell if one is. It's a little kind of a mixed up movie. But it turns out one's a DEA ag- agent and the other one is a... Um, He's, I don't know what Marky Mark is. He's some sort of uh You um, saw the movie. Yeah, but he, he works with the Navy SEALs or something. He's some sort of uh, intelligence specialist with the Navy SEALs. 
and he's working to take down these drug lords too. And uh, it turns out that the the Navy SEALs are kind of in on this whole thing, and there's people involved with the DEA that aren't, uh, you know, on the up and up. And then there's a CIA guy <laughs> named Earl, played by Bill Paxton, who's uh, <laughs> a real douchebag. I mean, he's fucked up, man. He just, he's a fucking crazy dude. Um, and it's pretty funny. I mean, the uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg is pretty funny in the in the movie. It's not that great of a movie, though. It just doesn't ever, you know, kick into gear. It just kind of fumbles along. It's hard to follow. Uh, but there's a lot of action. Um, there's a lot of violence in the movie. Um, so it's kind. It's okay. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gave it uh, sixty four. Um, I give it two and a half stars too. Two and a half. Yeah. So same as Guilt Trip. Yeah. Two and a half. And the last movie, John Captain Captain Phillips. Phillips with Tom Hanks. And this is directed by Paul Greengrass, the same guy that did uh, the Born, the first Born film, I think it was, or was it the second one? The second one you didn't like with all the, the moving around and all that shit, right? The first one was the same. I, I like them, but the, can somebody, somebody, John? Well, he did the Born Supremacy and the Born Ultimatum. So he did the first one and the third one. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, the one in the middle was somebody else. The, somebody. The Born, what was that one? The Born Identity. Born Identity. Born Identity was the first one, Sorry. Born Supremacy and Ultimatum were the one, the second and third. He also did the Green Zone with Matt Damon. So he's he's got that shaky camera thing going on a little bit, um, which for the kids they love that because their synapses and all that shit, their their eye coordination can handle it. Us old people, we the can't. kids love Adam Sandler, John. The kids. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck they like. Look, it's not good. fishing with the Yemen. Okay, I understand, yeah, right. but we can't. Rela- you can't make an argument that the kids, uh, yeah, the because kids. the kids dig it. Okay, it doesn't make it uh, that I'm the one at fault. I'm not the one. Well, at they fault. don't want some cur- curmudgeon old hey, men like you. Let me like tell you. you this: I'm not curmudgeon-y. I'm watching. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk about movies later. But I saw a movie that just came out. Just came out. And I'm watching the fight. It's a great movie, but the fight scenes, I'm like, who the fuck is choreographing and editing this fight scene? On Netflix, they have the Andy Griffith show, John. I started watching that with my son on Netflix. There's fight scenes in Andy Griffith that are choreographed better than the fight (laughs) scenes in these blockbuster motion pictures they're making right now. I don't get it. I don't get it. Right. Anyway, so I digress. So this film, Captain Phillips, is based on the book, A Captain's Duty. Uh, (laughs) Duty. (laughs) Somali Pirates, Navy Seals, and Dangerous Days at Sea. Um, It's pretty intense. It's a pretty intense movie. Um, And a lot of the film is shot inside this little fucking claustrophobic um, submarine? No, it's not a submarine. It's it's a lifeboat, but it's fully contained. It's very small, and 
and part of you know the very beginning of the film they show like the containers being put on this giant ship and him walking the ship and talking to the crew and giving them orders and uh he gets a uh an email that says that uh to watch out for pirates so he decides to run a drill and as he's running the drill uh, well, as he's at sea, they bounce back and forth between him and then Somalia and this group of pirates that are basically being forced by, like, an overlord that comes in and says, you guys got to go and rob a boat and get, you know, some hostages or some money and bring it back here or we're, we're going to kill everybody in your town, shit like that. So this new guy, this... Uh, Barkhad Abdi, who used to be, uh, he used to be a limo driver in like Minneapolis, Minnesota. He ends up being this character called uh, Muse uh, Abdwali Muse, who is the the uh, one of the guys that ends up. He's the guy that says, "I'm the captain now." That takes over the ship with like three other guys, and. Uh, it, it ends up that Captain Phillips has all of his crew hide into the into the engine room, and um, at some point they end up on the the uh, the crew ends up capturing the leader, this Musse guy, and says, "Hey, look, you know, get off this ship, and you can take this lifeboat, and we'll let you live. Just get the hell out of here." And uh, they trick Captain Phillips. <laughs> he ends up on the lifeboat with these guys, and then the Navy SEALs are brought in to save the day. It's 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 just really intense, because uh, it's a lot of like Tom Cruise looking very scared. I mean, he he, I, I don't. I mean, I saw a, a news segment. Did you with, say Tom Cruise? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I said Tom Cruise. Oh my god. Tom Hanks, sorry. I meant <laughs> I meant Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks just plays the, the fear on his face was so uh realistic. Um it was great. But I actually saw an interview with this guy Richard Phillips, who is the real Captain Phillips, and his crew were like some of his crew were like, this guy's a douche, you know. He yeah, I read an article. He was warned not to go there, and he went that way anyway. Although they don't... Because he's arrogant. Yeah, know? they don't portray it that way in the film. They portray it as him just trying to get the cargo there delivered on time. And uh, and he kind of makes some mistakes and fucks some things up, and they end up uh, um, getting taken over by these four clowns. <laughs> these pirates are fucking assholes. I just read a story. This uh, couple uh, was sailing somewhere in their yacht or whatever, and it was the wife's birthday, and they came on board, and they fucking off the husband, and I can't remember if they killed the wife, but... Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Well, they were talking to Tom Hanks about it on David Letterman. He was like, these pirates, are what they're really doing is they're trying to just feed themselves. Now they don't have to go and kill people like they do, but a lot of times they're just trying to f- get food and get money to feed themselves. They're on the ocean, right? Yeah, 
learn to fucking fish. Well, they do. How about that? They do. And that, the problem is is that the, the, uh, the shipping lanes are scaring all the fish away. So they, they can't. They have to go farther and farther out to sea, and they don't have the boats or the equipment to do it. They have these ragtag, shitty little, you know, skiffs that they go out with their nets. So shut up, Scott. You well, know, get a when, fucking education, when Jesus then. was out there job. as a fisherman, it was different. They could take a rowboat, do it from the beach. All right, so how many Normans do you give the Captain of Phillips, What do we John? give, four or five? Four. We give four. Uh, I'd give it a solid three and a half. Solid three yeah. and a half. It's long, isn't it? It's like over two yeah, hours. Yeah, it's long. It's good, though. It's... Um, it's good. I mean, it's like really intense. I mean, I was I was a little, my neck was stiff afterwards, you know, because it was pretty intense. Nice. So it's a good it's a good film. All right, John, you ready for the movies I saw? I saw a lot of movies. I'm gonna start with Netflix first. Oh, <laughs> House of Cards. I gotta go to bed. That's you a know, series. I, House of Cards uh-huh. with Kevin Spacey right. and the girl from Princess Bride. What's her name? She was married to Sean Penn. Um, what the hell is her name? I don't know. She's in it. Really good series. It jumped the shark for me at episode six, but I still couldn't stop watching. It's so interesting. They just finished their first season. I think they're starting their second season in February. It's about uh, American politics. It's about the White House. It's about uh, Kevin Spacey plays a senior, and uh, he uh, um, has meetings with the president and how he how he negotiates and how he turns his position of power into something that works for him and his wife. It's very good. Yeah. I saw this documentary called Blackfish, John. Have you heard of this? Blackfish? Yeah, I've heard of it. Have not seen it. It's good. You should check it out. It's It's on Netflix. It's about um, uh, SeaWorld, John, and and the orcas and what uh, happens to the orcas and the trainers in SeaWorld and how they try to cover it up. Um, there's also a documentary on Netflix about orcas. Uh, it's like a National Geographic. That's yeah. a good one to watch before yeah. you watch Blackfish. So you get a little bit more information about how orcas are in their natural environment. But very, very cool uh, uh, species there, John, the orcas. Uh, recommend Blackfish and House of Cars, John. I also uh, saw American Psycho is on Netflix. I haven't seen that in a couple of years. That's Christian Bale. Oh yeah, Christian Bale when he portrayed this this uh, person. What is the guy's name? I can't remember. Um, this character, American Psycho. He said he based his character on Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. So I the the first time I saw it, I didn't know that, and then you had mentioned that I think, and so I saw it again, knowing that that information that he based it on Tom Cruise. And it makes the movie so much more enjoyable. Yeah. When, cause, because you can see Tom Cruise doing the same shit that uh, this guy's doing in this movie. And it's, it's a really He's interesting... Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. It's a really interesting ending. Uh, and, and there's a couple of different interpretations. It is rated R. It's very gory in some parts. But Christian Bale's performance in American Psycho is uh, one of my favorites. It, it's up there with uh, Jack Nicholson and Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Yeah. So I highly recommend And he, and he kills people to 80s music, uh, which yeah, is yeah. great. Well, he gives a whole... Uh, yeah, a history of Huey Lewis right. in the news. 
Um, <laughs> then, John, the other one, Academy Award winner is on Netflix now, John. Won 10 Academy Awards 1961. Do you know what movie I'm talking no. about? West Side Story, John. Oh, West. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah? What do you think of that one? News fast. <laughs> I remember seeing that in seventh grade. Was it seventh grade? Maybe it was sixth grade. Yeah. Or seventh grade. And it was on TV. It must have been on ABC because all the kids came back to school and we were all like we were jets and we were sharks. Yeah. And we were jumping around. <laughs> oh, my God. Running around the playground. And then I saw it again. After high school, like when I was in my early 20s, yeah. and I'm watching West Side Story, I'm like, oh, my God, all of these guys are completely gay. gay. I know. <laughs> we are the Jets. <laughs> I knew that then. I, I didn't like, know that. I'm not I didn't know that. what gay was when what I was in sixth and seventh grade. You're I not didn't cool. know what it was. John, you're not cool, man. You're not a Jet. <laughs> so, but I watched it again, and it's it's really good. I think the music uh, for the time, 1961, before rock and roll really took hold. Well, when did Elvis? Elvis was like in the late 50s, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. It's not rock music, but there's a certain edge to the music. I think the music is great, and in. From a dancing perspective and a choreographed perspective, I mean, uh, hey, you work with dancers or you work with the best dancers, they're going to be gay, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I get that. And I just, I love the music. I love the dancing. And uh, there's just some really great scenes. There's a couple of scenes that are kind of lame. But overall, I really enjoy that movie. I'm going to say that right now. All John. right. And I highly recommend West Side Story. I talked to somebody else about this and they're like, dude... 1961, there was shit movies anyway. Yeah. There was that nothing. That was it. The West Side Story was the only like fucking movie. A mad, mad, mad world or something. Right. And and, and, and it's really the retelling of uh, Romeo and Juliet with the sharks and the jets. Yeah. And it's about immigration. It's about opportunity. It's about America at the time. And at the time, 1961 is very cutting edge. Uh, but I, I tell you, I got to tell you. Uh, I bet you it won for cinematography. Uh, cinematography. I bet you, John, because the colors and the and the everything. It was just. It's so. It's so yeah. brilliant, John. It's so Beautiful. bright and and brilliant, and the music and the dancing. I I, I, I do enjoy it. Yes. All right, John. Moving on now. Uh, let's see. Um, I saw one other movie on Netflix. Sleepwalk with Me. Uh, this is about a comedian. In his relationship, he's a comedian, and he plays these shithole clubs, and he's got this girlfriend, and he still lives with his mom and dad, and then he has an opportunity, he goes on the road, and it's... it's um, What's it called? Sleepwalk With Me. Oh. And I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's um, it's kind of quirky, it's funny, I guess it's an independent kind of a film. There's a couple people in it you would recognize... Um, but it's, uh, it's good. The, the main character, he's a comedian and he talks to the camera a lot, but there were some good laughs in there. Good laughs. And you're interested in the characters. You want to see what happens. And so I, I recommend that. Um, it's not your, your normal movie though, I guess, yeah. John, I don't know how to, how to say that or quantify that. Now, here's what I saw in the theater, John. I saw three movies in the theater. Over these five weeks that we've haven't podcasted, 
since before Christmas, John. <laughs> the first Sorry. one I saw was uh, God, when my cousin was Greta was so in town. Upset. Over Christmas, we all went to see Saving Mr. Banks with Tom Hanks. Do you know what this is? Oh, Saving I did Mr. see Banks. that movie, yeah. You saw that one, I too? I did. I forgot. You for, well, it's forgettable, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, of. it's okay. It's a it's good right. movie. It's, it's, it's good performances. Fun-loving. And it's about Disney, and you get a little bit of history. Disney. But, but you, it's forgettable. Yeah. I mean, it's it's totally fucking forgettable after you see it. Fucking forgettable. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, so I don't know if I would recommend that, even if that's on DVD. I mean, if you're interested in Mary Poppins, if you like that movie, yeah. this is how that movie was made. How uh, Tom Hanks, who plays Walt Disney, worked with the mo- the woman who wrote this this novel or this series of books. I can't. I don't even remember what it was. How he got her to sell him the rights and uh, be part of the process to make this movie. Um, but it was it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I was entertained, but it's uh, looking back on it, I I really can't remember it at all. Um, nothing really stood out to me, you know. Like in American Psycho, there are scenes that stand out, and Christian Bale's performance stands out. I mean, Emma Thompson, she was good, I guess. Yeah, but nothing really. Went. Right. All right. The other movie I saw, John, uh, American Hustle. I haven't it, seen that. You, you got to no. see that. It's good. It's so good. It's good. Um, you got uh, uh, Christian Bale, who we just talked about in American Psycho. He plays a con man. Amy Adams is in it. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. She plays uh, Christian Bale's wife. And you got the Bradley Cooper. Uh, it's the same guy who did uh, Silver Linings Playbook, John, which I really enjoyed. I don't know if you've seen that yet or not. Yeah. That's good. Same guy and pretty much the same cast, uh, but he's got, uh, he adds Christian Bale. And uh, it's about, it's based on a true story about Ab Scam, which is the Arab, they're going to use Arabs or a Mexican playing an Arab uh, to try to uh, indict some people. So uh, um, um, who's the guy from um, Hangover? What's his name? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, What is his name? I just said it. I just said his name. He was in uh, (laughs) Wedding Crashers, John. He was in... He's Bradley Cooper. There Bradley you go. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper so just uh, say. is in the FBI. Oh, a, a, a surprise uh, performance from Louis C.K. is in it. He plays the guy who has to dole out the money uh, for Bradley Cooper in the FBI. I thought I saw him like in a two seconds He's in a preview. He's so good. He's so good. So Bradley Cooper has to go to him and say, hey, so here's what we're doing now, and I have this idea, so I need you to rent the entire top floor of the Palmer house and he's got a you know he's always saying no we can't do that fuck that I'm not giving you that money uh, so they have a really interesting relationship um, and it's it's just a really good movie the, all the performances are really good the plot is kind of um, I don't want to say thin but I want to see it again because I really didn't understand what was happening the first time. <laughs> but the performances are so good. Uh, it's such a good movie in, in the costumes and the music. And um, you got to see it. It's great. Highly recommend American Hustle. All right, John. The last movie I saw at the theater, this was just recently, was the new Jack Ryan. I don't even know what it's called. 
But you had the Jack Ryan with Alec Baldwin, right? Played in, in uh, uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Then Harrison Ford did the Patriot Games and maybe something else. And now you got the new one, which is this uh, Chris Pine from Star Trek. He right. plays Captain Kirk. He's the new Jack Ryan. It's kind of like a reboot, John. Right, if uh, you will. Kira Knightley plays his husband. And his husband, his wife, they met uh, when he was injured. And they show you that at the beginning of the film. And so he gets involved with the CIA. Kevin Costner's in this film, John. And it's a, it's a really good film. I thought it was great. There's... Um, uh, but a couple of scenes, they cut the scene, and it, it didn't make any sense at all. Because, like, for example, there's a van, and it's full of explosives. And it's in, like, uh, six feet of water. Like, the water's in the van, right? And it, at the end of the scene, they don't show this, but somehow the van drives out of six feet of water. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> What kind of super fucking van is this? Super van. That it can drive out of six feet of water. <laughs> so there was like there was like two or three of those it's things. Super van. <laughs> and again, the fight scenes, you got people they dress them up the same. Yeah. And then they cut the, the oh, yeah, can't so see quickly. Who's hidden and what? You and... can't see you can't tell who is who. Yeah. Uh and I'm telling you, Andy Griffith, the guy who put that fight scene together between Opie and this kid, was better. Than the fight scenes that they put together in the, these blockbuster movies. But overall, it's very good. The one other observation of this is Kira Knightley, um, attractive. She's been in the movie business a long time. I don't know how old she is, but her teeth are fucked up. I mean, they're fucked up. Why wouldn't you get those fixed? Is it because she's working all the time that she can't get braces to get them straightened out? I don't know. Because they're like she's just probably all, they're, British. They go in all different directions. And she's got a great smile, but then when she shows those teeth, it's like, wow, oh, wow, what's going on there? Yeah, get that shit fixed. I mean, if that's your business, if that's your profession, wouldn't you take Aren't care of that? teeth bad? I never real, really noticed. Go see this movie, and there's these big close-ups of well, her smiling, well, and it's like, wow. maybe she had bad teeth. They made them bad for the film. Made them bad for this film? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got a great set of teeth. Let's make them bad for the film. Oh, I. Well, they're the not other, that I get, bad. Come on, they're just a couple. Yeah, she's just, got like fangs. Yeah, just see this movie, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, look at that!" I'm looking I at pictures of her right that now. Direction. <laughs> they kind of jet forward and on the sides. Well, here's and what I'm thinking: maybe she front. did get them fixed, and this is the best they can do. Then I have <laughs> she has nothing but my sympathy, if that's the case. I'm looking at her smiling in pictures. She looks fine. Hey, just go see this movie, man. Look at your goddamn teeth. <laughs> I'm not a, a, a major motion Freaking picture star. Freaking Jerry Gingivitis If I over was, there. I'd get them all ripped out and put, like, new ones yeah, in. Yeah, new ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Like when I imagine myself as the star of Fight Club instead of Brad Pitt. <laughs> Look I at her, all your care about that movie. Look at those fucking teeth. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with those teeth? No, no, I understand. Everybody's got to You want my autograph? Teeth. No, I'd actually like I to give you that. my dentist card. <laughs> Here's my periodontist. <laughs> yeah. I get your teeth fixed. You need some braces. You need your teeth punched out. Not in. <laughs> Somebody to punch from the inside of your hey, mouth. That's all I'm saying. To get your teeth to stick hey, out more. Don't make me sound like an asshole. Your anti buck teeth. <laughs>
Too late. All right. <laughs> so I, I recommend the reboot there, John. It's got Russians in it. And the Russians want to blow shit up and, and devalue the dollar. Yeah. And that's how Jack Ryan gets into it because he's a financial CIA ah. analyst. But he's got all this uh, training there from... There are some things that don't act well to bullets, <laughs> Mr. Ryan. <laughs> but he's got all this uh, Iraqi and Afghan training because I am he was the a last one in, the, in that war, in the wars. I'll there, take John. the rapists for 300. Trebek. You pansy. Oh, you know who else is in it? Uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh, who's like an who's English that? guy, right? But he plays this Russian bad who's guy. Who's like an English guy. <laughs> he's really good. That's, sure. He's kind of like one. Oh, and Barishnikov is in it. <laughs> he plays Kenneth Branagh's boss. It's nice. Really, it's good. It's good. Barishnikov, people... he's around still? Yeah, he's around. Why wouldn't he be? He's a dancer. The guy's going to live till he's 100. He's very... Dancer. Very healthy. <laughs> dancer, John. Didn't he dance with, like, Gregory Hines in some movie? Yeah, maybe. With, uh... With, uh... uh <laughs> who's Mr. Saturday Night? Who's that guy? Uh, Billy Crystal. No, Billy Crystal was, was in that movie, movie, wasn't it? It was the same no. movie, dude. Come on. No, Gregory Hines was in some dancing movie where they had this... He was A dance-off? From with Russia. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Uh, you're thinking of White Knights is the movie you're thinking of, right? Really? <laughs> you wanted to remind me of the title of the Billy Crystal and Gregory <laughs> Hines movie? Like, I need to know that. Oh, no. White Knights <laughs> is the film. It's the film with uh, a choreographed by Twyla Tharp and stars Mikhail Baryshnikov yeah. and Gregory Hines. Yeah. And uh, Baryshnikov is a Soviet ballet dancer who has defected from the Soviet Union. The plane carrying him to Tokyo has to make a forced landing in Siberia, and he's recognized by a KGB officer. Uh, He then contacts an African-American tap dancer, Raymond Greenwood, Gregory Hines, who has defected to the Soviet Union and gets them both to Leningrad. Nice. Very gripping. Yes. So they're trying to run away. That no, reminds me of the movie. No, the, the one you're thinking of is Running Scared. Running Scared. You didn't yes. like that film? No. But the one that... What, the, you didn't like their booby the t-shirts Knights, at the end? White Knights reminds me of? Yeah, what? Jim Cotta. The greatest uh, movie with oh, an Olympic athlete. Oh, I love athlete. that. I just watched with that Thomas. movie. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Last year I watched it. Both I watched John the and I whole thing. highly recommend Jim, Jim Cotta with the best. Kurt Thomas, the former American U.S. Because I love like how a high bar just shows up in a Gold palm metal. horse. Yes, just and his hands are already taped yeah, and they're, they're chalked. chalked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, gold win- He was a gold medal winner, right? Yeah. Uh, in the all around because he had the, the Thomas, Thomas Flair. Flair. Yeah, the Thomas yeah. Flair. Yeah. Jim Cotta, awesome movie. He'd bounce his nutsack off the horse <laughs> while he'd swing his legs out to the side. His nutsack. That's f- hey, Tony never called us back. I'm tired yeah, of hearing about of his nuts. Bitch. We should call him. Do we have his it's, home number? It's almost eleven o'clock, dude. Well, he said he would call us back. He didn't call us back. He's getting off of work at yeah, ten, right? Do you, when you go home from work at ten, do you go to bed right away? No. You're jived. You're you're pumped up. All right. Work. He's going to yell at you, so you say hello. Is this his home number? No. 
Oh, it's a cell? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see if he answers. <laughs> what if something bad happened to him? Like he. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, dude, man. You didn't call us back. What's up? Making something to eat. Yeah. What are you making? Right now, just a salad. A salad? Were you going to call us back? You sound kind of tired. You sound like you want to go to bed. Yeah, I am kind of beat. So what's got what's up? <laughs> You're coming in this weekend, right? Yes. What day? I can't remember if it's Friday or Saturday. Uh, it'll be Saturday. Saturday. What time? What time? I don't know. Sometime in the afternoon. And you're hanging out with me, dude, right? Yes. And you're sleeping in my place, right? Correct. That is correct. That means I get to make you breakfast. Oh, yeah. Are you maybe guys going to spoon? Maybe I can bring him breakfast in bed. Oh, that would be, I got to see a video of that. It's all right. It's okay. Would you say that's okay? No, I said that. that's not okay. Why not? Come on. Just like before. Yeah, right. I'll get out of bed early. I promise I won't wake you up when I roll over. That's that's not so gay? Yeah. Is that what you said? That's not no, so I shouldn't. <laughs> and I'll make you breakfast. <laughs> In bed. Whatever, Mr. Oh, Scott. <laughs> Bog. Right on, dude. Right on. So what's going on with you? How have you been? Good. Good Christmas. Good, Good New Year's. Hey, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah, is me that because of Peyton Manning? I think he's yeah. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. Well, the thing that pisses me off is Eli, his brother, has two Super Bowl rings, and Peyton only has one. So I'm rooting for Peyton. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm rooting for Peyton. So how you doing, John? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah, hanging in there. Oh, that's good. Dealing, trying to deal with some health problems, but other than that. So, anyway, yeah, so I'll... <laughs> okay, I'll, that's uh, great. Later. Doesn't <laughs> 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 say, hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? No, okay. Hey, thanks for calling, guys. <laughs> hey, you see any good movies? <laughs> No, I was going to actually. I, I was going to watch uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington tonight. <laughs> I mean, like movies from the at least the 1990s. <laughs> no, I, I, I have not seen Mr. I Smith. Seen, actually, I, I, I did watch the Terminator. Terminator Two the other night. I just so. saw that two days ago. I watched Terminator Two. How about that? With commercials? Unbelievable. Isn't that unbelievable, Scott? That is a great movie, isn't it, TP? Terminator 2? I need a vacation. I watched the, the, the director's cut. Oh, I haven't seen that. Are there I additional need a vacation. Scenes? He doesn't say that. He does. He does. Right before he terminates himself. I well, need, he can't terminate himself, I so he has uh, so-and-so terminate him. Doesn't say that. I cannot terminate so myself. So you must do it. I need so a vacation. So after he blows the the uh, T one thousand and they push him off into the hot lava, yeah, he comes up the conveyor belt. He stands up. He's all beat to shit, and he says, "I need a vacation." <laughs> he does not. He does. <laughs> TP, back me up on this. That is correct. We just saw this. Come on, man. 
<laughs> you are correct. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah. how how is uh, how are you, Scott? I'm I'm very well, Tony. Very well. <laughs> I may have to go in for oral surgery. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. But other than that, I'm doing very well. Yeah, I was swimming. I went swimming yesterday. You'd be happy to know I did 3,000 yards. How about that? I had the whole pool to myself because it's so goddamn cold. Nobody wants to go over to the community center. Yeah, so they're going to catch pneumonia then. No, no, no. See, I I don't have any hair to freeze when I walk home. So I'm good. It's all good. Yeah. I need a vacation. Yeah. (laughs) See, there you go, John. I don't even remember that. That's for the fucking robots. Is, I need a vacation. <laughs> uh, oh, that's hilarious. Where, where is Sully? I let him go. I dropped him no, off. No, that's what Scott says. <laughs> yeah, I dropped him off. <laughs> that would have been a better line. Hey, you know, I could I could make Terminator 2 better. I wish I had uh, talked to James Cameron. I wish he'd invited me to a preview because I could have made that movie better. You know how? <laughs> During or after credits. All right, you remember the psychiatrist who treats yeah. Sarah Connor? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you remember when Arnold shows up and then T-1000 shows up? And Arnold pretty much knocks everybody out except for the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist witnesses the whole fucking thing. He witnesses the T-1000 kind of melt through the bars, shoot at Arnold. Nothing happens to Arnold. Arnold shoots at him. Uh, He witnesses the whole thing. At the end credits or after the credits, they should have showed him in a fucking straitjacket talking about the end of the world and the Terminators. That would have made Terminator 2 better. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I do. I make movies better. <laughs> I know, it would have added five more dollars to the yeah. billion dollars they grossed on that film. Maybe, maybe it would actually make maybe ten more dollars with yeah. his bald head. <laughs> the Academy Award goes to Scott. Tony, for, I, for, Tony well, I don't think you understand seconds. the concept. I wouldn't be in the movie. It's just an idea I have for the end of the movie. All right? You got it? Are you with me, man? Well, listen, dudes. Yes. I am going to go to bed. Right on. You are You just beat. said you were going to eat a salad and watch Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He changed his mind. He's beat. That's I'm code I'm for eat my salad I'm and... going to beat it. Ah, I see. You're going to yeah. jerk the gherkin. I mean, the Hawks are really struggling lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about That's your That's a reference nuts. to choking the chicken, John. That's code. <laughs> choking the stick. The Hawks are struggling. With their stick. (laughs) Well, nice talking to you, dude. All right. You too, dude. I will see you Saturday. What time you think you're going to show up? Because I got shit to do. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll call you. Hey, you want to go see a movie? Go see a matinee? Yeah. We'll get John on. We'll see a matinee. Why not? You up for that, John? I, Can you do that? You got to work? What yeah, do you got to do? I don't got to work. John is my in. Son, uh, hey, let's go see American Hustle at the premiere. Huh? At the premiere. Premiere. 
Het is premier. Het is premier. Oké. 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 All right, we'll talk to you later. See you right. Saturday. All right. Bye. Later. Oh, I got to line up Mr. Schmoo yeah. for Saturday, too. Get Mr. Schmoo oh, and yeah. TP With together. That mustache. Yeah, that is entertainment That's at its the finest. Fucking best mustache I've ever seen. <laughs> uh. All right, John. Well, that's. Uh, do I have anything else? That's all I have. You got anything else? No. What's coming up for you? Anything coming up? No. No, you're gonna. No. Oh, we didn't even talk about your gigs, man. Your oh, yeah. Gigs. We could do it next week. We'll do it next time. Yeah. When are we gonna get uh, Julie back in here? She asks. She asks every week. Every week. Yeah. All right. Every Monday, I get a text. Are you doing a podcast? No, I. Oh, come on, man. I think that's when I'll. Uh, I'll try Xanax for the first time. Is when she yeah. comes back. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should have her do it too. She does. She already. Oh, does. she already does. All right. And she still has that much energy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right, let me get the door. Will you? Will you go get yeah, the door, please? The door. Please. How are we doing on time? Uh, I need to go to bed. It's 11 o'clock. Hey, man, what's happening? Come on back. Yeah. I think it's 11. Phil looks pretty cold. It's pretty cold out there. Yeah. Let's see what time it is. It is, oh, sorry, 10.37. I guess I was asking how long have we been podcasting? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, two hours. Two hours, really? Time flies, John. Yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. When you get TP on the phone? Right. Just flies. Zoom. All right, Phil's giving me the thumbs up whenever you're ready, thumbs John. Up, ready. ready to go. Of course, John, I'm always ready. It's great to be back after the holidays. With your award-winning I gotta tell you, I don't like freezing my nuts off with yeah, the polar vortex. <laughs> what, what award did you win, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, I'm surprised you would say that. What award? I, you were there at the award banquet when I won award. Newscaster yeah. of the Year. Your Pulitzer Prize. Yes, my Pul- I haven't gotten a Pulitzer yet, John. Still that's, working on your yes, Pulitzer. That's for written work. I don't do a lot of written work. I do a lot of broadcasting. Yeah. Job. Broadcast awards. Yes. What awards are those? A Peabody. You got a Peabody, yes, right? Yes. I got a Sherman and a Peabody <laughs> job. <laughs> that's just so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> that was not stupid. <laughs> I actually do have those two rewards. Did you write that? Settle down, Scott. All right, John, I'm ready when you are. Well, I already played your intro. What the fuck do you want? In the first story tonight, John. <laughs> God caught. God is in the story tonight, John. God caught skydiving teen and saved her life, apparently oh. having changed his mind after screwing with her parachute. <laughs> It was her first attempt at skydiving, and it almost her last. Mackenzie Wackington of Joshua, Texas, was celebrating her 16th birthday by taking a skydiving trip to Oklahoma. She jumped <laughs> just after her father, but her primary parachute did not open. Her sister Megan told Fox DFW. Miraculously, she survived a 35-foot, 100-foot plunge to the ground, coming away with broken bones and internal injuries. 
She hit the ground hard. <laughs> Megan Wethington said, God caught her. Mackenzie's family says she broke vertebrae and bones in her back, but they, she's a miracle. She was in and out of consciousness in the hospital, but doctors say she's recovering. Next story's on. CNN asked the in-depth <laughs> questions, John. CNN, here is the CNN. headline. Ripped from the interwebs today. CNN. Maybe you can help me answer this. Here is the headline. How come Iraq's population has been rising? I don't know. I I think I know. What do you got? Because <laughs> they're fucking more? <laughs> In related news, CNN lays off more than 40 senior journalists. I wonder why with uh, headlines like that. Next story, John. A jury, John. A jury. I thought you were going to say, because they're fucking more stupid or something. <laughs> a jury, John, erupts in laughter after hearing a man was rejected by a cow. That's right, John. I think I brought audio in. A jury has broken into fits of laughter after hearing how a cow spurned the advances of a man on trial for having sex with a sheep. Paul Lovell, 61, was spotted by a couple allegedly trying to engage in intercourse with the sheep after failing to seduce a cow near the Tottenham Hotspur training ground in the North London last September. Jurors were told the IT worker was seen by a couple having a picnic 250 yards away who claimed to have seen him lying on the floor taking his shorts off near a line of trees before committing the sex crimes. When cows would not fillet him, the accused decided to try his luck with some sheep. The court heard. The judge later told jury members for laughing at claims... He told off jury members for laughing at claims Mr. Lovell was intentionally... Initially unsuccessful in attempts at (laughs) bovine conquest. Prosecutors had already dropped charges of indecent exposure due to the lack of evidence against Lovell. But Prosecutor Robert Hutchinson changed the wording of the second charge of outraging public indecency to include fellatio with a cow. He is currently on bail on condition he does not return to where it is claimed he carried out the animal sexual acts. Next story, John. It gives new meaning to a colic. Get it? That's funny, John. <laughs> Louisiana Public Schools, John. They're in the news. Louisiana Public School well, District Louis- has a novel solution for sixth grader who felt he was being harassed by an evangelical Christian teacher for being a Buddhist. Do you know what their solution no. was, John? No. Just don't be a Buddhist anymore. No. Duh. Duh. Next story, John. So dumb. A man accused of shooting a woman uh, and man with a blow dart in two separate attacks in Washington (laughs) State has made his first court appearance on assault charges. Thursday in Whitman County, he was released from jail until his next course appeared next month. Gillis is accused of shooting a woman with a blow dart on January 12th on the Washington State University campus. He's also accused of hitting a man with a dart two days later while walking in Pullman. Police say the suspect Gillis of several similar blow darts assaults in Ellisburg. They suspect him. Gillis told... K-R-E-M. He's sorry for the dart attacks, but offered no explanation. Explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Other than saying, I'm a moron. 
Next story time. (laughs) Here's a tragic story, John. Tragedy strikes. A young female researcher trampled to death by elephants described as fearless outdoor researcher who knew how to handle dangerous animals. Besides the whole trampled to death by elephants thing. Next story time. (laughs) The Pope, John. The Pope is in the news. He released two doves in a gesture of peace. The clouds parted and God said, screw that. That's right, John. This is out of Vatican. Two white doves that were released by children standing alongside the Pope Francis. As a peace gesture, have been attacked by other birds. As tens of thousands of people who watched in St. Peter's Square on Sunday, a seagull and a large black crow swept down on the doves right after they were set free from the open window. One dove lost some feathers as it broke free from the gull, but the crow pecked repeatedly at the other dove. It was not clear what happened to the doves as they flew off. Next story, John. (laughs) Satan birds. Representatives for Justin Bieber, John. Justin Bieber insists the singer needs psychotherapy, not jail. People who aren't, interestingly, John, people who aren't paid by him insist he needs jail time. Next story, John. It turns out you can put a price tag on getting your genitals skinned at work. Oh. This is out of Mobile, Alabama, John. Uh, South, I have, I brought audio in. A South Alabama jury has decided a farmer, owner, should pay a former worker $4 million in damages for an on-the-job accident that left a man with skinned genitalia. Oh. It reports that Gerald Lyman was holding on to the boom of a hole digger that was being driven by another man during a project in August. When the drill bit hit a hard piece of ground, Lyman lost his footing and his pants got tangled in the rotating drill. The machine's force pulled at his clients until his clothes pulled at his clothes, John, until his genitals became entangled and his skin was ripped off. Lyman's attorney said the men were not operating the machinery properly, and Lyman should not have had to hold it steady. Jurors said the farm owner failed to provide a safe workplace. Next story, John. This story's about the police in Ohio, John. The police. They protect and serve. That's right. Prosecutors won't. They won't charge an Ohio State trooper who masturbated with a boy to teach him about sex. That's right. Prosecutors declined to charge an Ohio State patrol trooper with a history of domestic violence who admitted to a sexual encounter with a boy. State trooper Ricky Vitti Jr. told his wife that he had watched a pornographic video and masturbated with the boy five years ago. Oh, Jesus. Investigators say Vinny told his wife he was attempting to teach the boy about sex. Oh, that's that's so nice. Rick's reasoning is the fact <laughs> that he did not want the boy to feel pressured on feeling the need to have to have sex with someone when he can fix those needs by masturbating to porn. Wrote Deputy Sean O'Connell after speaking to the trooper's wife. Vinny claimed a dresser blocked their view of each other as they masturbated, and that made it all better. 
according to the report. (laughs) Authorities said he engaged in such activities twice with the boy about five years ago, and he has been acquitted, John. And that is the news. Oh, wow. Cracking with Cub with Total Dog Godson. All right, then. Yeah. All right. Representing Canada. <laughs> what was that? Did he get accosted out in the hallway out well, there? He usually says later, and oh. I think he said it after the oh, door I closed. See. So it's kind of muffled. They said luge or something. Yeah, he said he was going to be competing in the luge ah, for Team right. Canada. How about that? I didn't know he was Canadian. Do you know he was Canadian? Canadian. Canadian? I didn't know that. I wonder if he was born like in Mississausage. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Yeah. All right, John. You know what that means? Yeah. Phil leaves. You know what that means? What? Uh, that the show's over. Oh, well, <laughs> Two ninety one comes to a close. That's me, what I, it means. I wasn't sure what you meant. That's what that means. That's right. Two, three, what is it? 291. 291. 291 comes to a close. Comes to close. Uh, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And uh, we'll try, I guess we'll be back next week, right? I'm hoping we'll be yeah. back next week. And uh, TP will be in town on Saturday, yeah. you and I, and TP, and we'll try to get Mr. Schmuel. We'll maybe get an interview. Yeah. And hang out at Five Roses. Huh? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Sounds I good. got chest pains. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so you can't do that? I don't know. We'll see. All, All right. right uh, that's it then, right? That's it, John. 291. Yeah. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night, Scott. John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.